welcome to episode 80 of Legends of Grayskull, the ho-ho-ho fan podcast that dives deep into history and mystery, the magic and mythology of He-Man, She-Ra, Eternia, Theria, Nordor, Primus, New Adventures, Old Adventures, Ladybird, UK Annuals, and Christmas Adventures. I'm your host, Matthew Dooch, along with Santa Sean. Sean, how are we doing today? Ho, ho, ho. I was doing my best Christmas story. I don't know if that worked. I thought, I... I thought you were just insulting me. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's uh, I'll, I'll message you behind the scenes and give you guff about it. No, call, um, call me a hobo. <laughs> um, not too bad. Not too bad. It is the holiday season. So merriment ensues as always. How about you? you you went to a football game the other night. How that? I didn't watch any Last of night. the. Uh, yeah. Yes. So how did that go? They lost. Badly, oh, but, but it was a good time. My Bears. Yeah, I've made it to to a game the past, every season except for last year, obviously for like the past five years. So it's always a good time out there. And I mean, seventeen to nine final score. It wasn't terrible, but at the same time, it was terrible. Uh, we need to do. We need. We need to get rid of Maggie. Nah, this means nothing for to you, but out there, I know. Uh, I, know I know Casey. Casey knows what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah. next year we gotta get we gotta get a Legends of Grayskull fantasy football league going. That'd be absolutely ah. amazing. And we're gonna make you play, Sean, even with knowing nothing. And it's gonna be great. I, and we'll whip your ass every week. Basically, I'll lose a ton of money there. And then the horseman will be mad because I'm not getting my pre-orders done. <laughs> and my wife will get mad because I'm not using the money for the pre-orders and using it to do that. Yeah, I get to see that trickle-down effect working. No, oh, Lord. We, we do it freely. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, but you got to be a fan. And we, actually, that, that, actually, that does sound like a really good idea. Guys, if you're into fantasy football, <laughs> next year we're doing this. I know, I know Casey would be down. Uh, so yeah, it, uh, it'd be fun. We do a free league. You got to be a Legends of Grey School listener, and uh, we can we every episode we can post the rankings and make fun of each other. It'll be great. And if you if you want to watch a person that doesn't have a clue what he's doing, it'll be worth the comedy, I guess. On that one, there you go. I guess we. <laughs> I've been in quite a few over the years, and the one that I am commissioner of, my wife played in it for many years, and. Um, I'm, she has a much greater understanding of football than you do, but she also mm-hmm. doesn't follow it super close. Um, she do lots of stuff like um, uh, he's handsome, or I like the color <laughs> of those uniforms, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, there, there are alternate ways. I I don't see me going with the he's handsome, but I could see me going at least yeah. hey, color wise. That works for me, you know. They don't <laughs> We're all inclusive at Legends of Grey School. That is true. That is true. But yeah, I can't see myself going, he's handsome. That's just my perspective of it. But anyone out there who thinks he's handsome, that's completely fine by me. So there that's... you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there. Uh... We'll leave it there. So yeah, so we're we're uh we're a few days away from Christmas. It's actually we're Recorded this quite a bit later than we usually do. I will say yeah. I was uh, like you. I was listening to last year's uh, Christmas episode, and I should have written down the number so 
I could get the fans to it easily, but I don't remember. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good time. It put me put me into the season. Uh, it was episode fifty one. There we go. The holiday spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, couple things from that. Um, we did talk. We did talk Revelation. It was hot on our minds. Not much yeah. had been revealed yet. Um, it was our first Christmas episode, and it featured the first comment by Mister Skelly Vader. That was yeah, actually the first true. episode that he he <laughs> wrote into us on. So, happy anniversary, mm-hmm. Skelly Vader from Legends of Grayskull podcast. Yeah, very cool. It, it was weird that, listening to it, and all of a sudden, still a Vader, first-time listener. I'm like, it feels like he's been listening the entire time. It, it's it, crazy. And he might have been, but that was the first time he reached out to us. And Yeah, yeah it, that's I true. Thought, I thought the same thing. I'm, I'm like, Skelly's been with us since forever. Like, it's been longer mm-hmm. since 51, but yeah, yeah. obviously it had not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like I was saying right before we started, I mean, I, I, re-listening to that one, I was like, man, you know, the amount of stuff that we managed to get into that episode, it's like, it was fun. Like, that that's one. definitely one that I would point to and say, if you want to see what we're about, take a listen to that. It isn't even, like, holiday-themed, really. I mean, there is we get to the it. holidays in it, but, you know, so, for the most part, it, it, it does have a lot of fun geekdom in general about Masters and things but yeah we do have the hallmark special which well, that was, yeah <laughs> so we got laughing pretty good realistic we did for those of you who are newer <laughs> listeners if you haven't checked out our back catalog we did um what if there was a hallmark christmas movie starring the characters from masters of the universe and i threw out my yep. pitch sean threw out his pitch <laughs> and it was it was a fun time that was also the one because, you know, cheer championships are always in December. That was the one where we talked about Universal Studios and what if yeah. they did a Masters of the Universe, the ride. Um, yeah. So lots of good, creative fun on uh, episode 51. And we that's when we start. We had started doing listener con- comments and yep. revelation yep. speculation, which we will get more into that uh, next episode. We're going to do kind of a... a a month after, you know, Revelations, we got some stuff we want to talk about. We want to finish talking about the comics. Um, but that's going to be episode 81, guys. But there is, but it, it's it's very interesting. And it's all I'll say for now. Listening to our comments December of last year. And after having seen Revelations. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. <laughs> uh, on that note, I do want to throw out... Uh, Props to uh, Tony Moore, a.k.a. Simba's Guard. I do have a couple emails from him, but they are uh, both pertaining to our Revelation reviews. So I will save those for next episode as well, episode 81. It'll be a very... Sounds good. Very, very Revelation... uh, Revelation wrap-up, kind of. So Mm -hmm. it's given us time to digest. I liked how we did the, the, the second batch of reviews. If you guys check those out, those are all live now too. It's literally me and Sean watched the episode and sat down and talked about it immediately after. So that was mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun doing it that way. Um, 
But so next time we'll kind of do a wrap up. We're going to rank them all and where they fit into the series. It's going to be a lot of fun. But for today, let's get into what we got today. Sean, you pick up anything? I know, I know it's getting close to Christmas. We're saving up for the kids. Mm -hmm. But uh, <laughs> did you get anything for yourself? Oh, this this was a pre-order from a little while back. I got me. There you go. My fourth Ninja Turtle, Donatello. He finally is here. So now I got all four of the Super 7 TMNT yeah. Ultimates He's Turtles, which is too. really cool. Yeah, he. I, I don't know which. Like, honestly, out of the four turtles, the one that disappointed me the most was Michelangelo. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of the rubbery bits were, like, glued to his arms wrong and stuff. Hmm. So I had to fix him. But, like, Leo, Donnie, and uh, Raph, they all came out perfect. So yeah. it is a close call. But I'm still going to keep those vintage heads on. I'm not going to do the new ones. I just I prefer those. It's it's really fun to have like an upgrade of what yes. I had when I was a kid. Still, so I still haven't opened up my. I got well. I just I just shipped my Mikey and my Donnie actually. So there's over there. It's kind of amazing how much this pre order stuff is hitting in December. It's like yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a reason. And then uh, the other thing I got in a couple days ago actually, and I know you're going to show the one that you got off. So I'll I'll. Uh, Mine's still in the box anyways, Krampus. The, yeah, mine's uh, Mythic Legion's Krampus, but he's actually figure figure obscura. Yes. Figura obscura. So he's not technically a faction in Legions. He's just there. <laughs> Nate Barch artwork all around. So you haven't opened the box at all, or you just left it? Like, I just took off the, the wrap on it and then i opened it up and i'm like oh look at that there's magnets i i really like the magnet uh yeah closing of that part for the, got this the whole, artwork like, backdrop to yeah love it yeah it's beautiful artwork beautiful figure. Mm -hmm. i just opened mine up tonight to scare the kids before <laughs> before, so yeah Ugh. but yeah they they and i actually haven't haven't uh, taken him out at all, but yeah, he is an amazing figure. They did a great yeah. job. The blacks, the reds. Um, and then I did get the all-in, so I got the figure. I got the greeting cards, which are over there. I got the pin. Mm -hmm. that the focus nice. In. Yeah, I almost... Yeah, that is just cool. <laughs> you know, and after seeing the... Uh, Oh, and then the, the mug. I got the coffee mug. <laughs> and I've got my hot cocoa in it right now. Nice. But yeah, it's kind of I wish funny. I got the mug now. <laughs> it's nice. It's it's the black with the red logo, and then on the ins the inside is all the red. So it's it's, it's striking. Cool. Yeah. And the outline of the face, nice. like the pin. And it's 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 a nice, heavy, good quality. Um the one thing, though, I gotta, I gotta say honestly, and I, I imagine they did this on purpose. I'm trying to see if I can. Oh, these twist ties are like. I am funny. I'm trying to get them out right quick so I can show you guys a little better. While the figure is very cool, um, I'd almost 
kind of focus in. Uh, there the we black go. is very awesome, but I almost kind of want a repaint of this head with like the blue face and the brownish mm -hmm. goldish horns, like the like the pin is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that that may be what they're gonna go for eventually, because I know they said like, "Hey, this doesn't mean yeah. he's, he's done necessarily now that he's sold out." But yeah, they said he'll. It's not the last time we'll see him, but he won't be seen this way. Right. Uh, uh, the next time. So yeah, maybe that would be how they do it. And I'd actually get get that one too, because like you said, I really like that color scheme as well. Yeah, it's just it's. I mean, I loved I love the black and gray. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, but that pin is also very striking. It's just kind of unusual that they went in a decidedly different color scheme. I mean, that's not even like. I mean, I guess the horns do have kind of that highlight on it, mm -hmm. but the face for sure—that's a blue instead of a black. You know what I mean? So yeah, and and they love dropping their little hints. You know, you'll we found out that as is as is as is our you know was on a package. <laughs> you know, ten years before, not ten years, they've been around ten years, but you know, he was on he was in the clouds on one of the packages long before he was actually revealed as a figure. You know, they love yeah. doing stuff like that. They've got this line planned out far enough ahead. So mm -hmm. I am scared to put the tail in though. I've heard lots of stories about the, yeah. so I'm going to, there, there's a lot sure of that. And that heat up. The, the other thing that, uh, the, the, um, backpack, whatever the, the basket basket yes yep uh apparently there are people having trouble with that depending on how much twine they have for it or something so that's oh. one of the other things that i've heard caution about but honestly the the tail part doesn't bother me if you've already gotten a mythic legions that has a tail you kind of know the procedure so yeah. i think for some of the people that are posting in the cabal right now it's these are people that are probably really new to the line and haven't had many figures like that yet. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm not so. going to try and put it in now. I'm going to wait on that. Um, yeah. And just, just make sure you guys open your baskets. That's all mm -hmm. I'll say. That's all I'll say. Here. Yeah. My, that got spoiled for me actually. And that was one of the few spoilers where I got annoyed when I found it out because I, I had no idea I would scroll and see that right when it happened. I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't I, even have a chance. <laughs> I didn't know what was in there. Mm -hmm. But I did I did hear that something was. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it would it would have been even cooler if I'd had no inkling, but you know that was still pretty cool. So mm -hmm. um it's Speaking of spoilers, really quick before I get on to the next thing here, I actually managed to make it all the way today, almost, you know, what, five days after it premiered to see Spider-Man mm -hmm. No Way Home without mm -hmm. anything being spoiled. Nice. And that that was amazing. I, oh, I can't believe, I can't believe <laughs> I was able to. This is probably That's... the first Marvel movie that something hasn't been spoiled for me. And that... I'm, don't worry, guys. I'm keeping it safe for all of you. I am. I'm going. I'm going to. You know, I didn't want to be spoiled. I'm going to keep it that way for you guys. But there was a lot of stuff in there that could have been, and none mm -hmm. of it was. And 
if you guys haven't seen it yet, um, go see it. <laughs> go see it. <laughs> see it in the theaters. Mm-hmm. I am honestly want to go see it again in the theaters before it's gone. And it's been a long time since there's been a movie I've wanted to see twice in the theater like that, that I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably mm-hmm. since I was in high school, honestly, you'd see that movie and you're just like, man, I got to see that again before, before it leaves theaters. And mm-hmm. this, is, this is one of those for me. Yeah, pretty much since having kids, yeah. I've never been able to see a, sec- a movie a second time with the exception of like a handful Mm-hmm. And um, this was one of those movies. I got to see it on Saturday with my kids, and uh, yep, I, I missed. I I missed I missed probably the first fifth of the movie because my kids wanted stuff at the snack bar, and we got in there too close to the showing time. So uh, then I ended up missing a lot of the beginning, and then my daughter is trying to fill me in on what what she's seeing, and I'm just fuming. Because I'm like, I paid money to watch this. I wanted to see this. You guys are killing me because you want to keep getting popcorn and pretzels and blah, 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 blah. But um, that was the only big hiccup. After that, I got to sit through the the rest of it. And I I was completely... I I don't even know the right words to use to describe how it felt to watch that movie for me other than I felt like I was a kid again, and at the same time, the Spider-Man movies hit when I was in my early 20s, so I wasn't even a kid. Yeah. But it it just had this, like, the whole movie had this, like, culmination of a lot of things that I feel like even Endgame didn't even manage to do, which really shocked me. This felt like a journey. This felt like a... You're, you're witnessing, it almost felt like it's a wonderful life or something. You're watching all these elements of things working together, and you're like, I didn't know I needed this until I saw this movie, you know? And, and I, I, it just, it works. I have not <laughs> been the biggest fan of the Tom Holland movies. Um, remember, I don't think they're bad movies, but if you listened recently to Legends of Grace Go Off World number three, um, yep. I have definitely held this this set of movies well below, you know, the previous iterations of the franchise. And they rectified a lot of that with this movie. I was wondering how you were going to take Because I actually, it was funny. You posted Off-World today, I think it was. It was, it was just today. It was just- yes, and it was yeah. just... And I've been meaning to post it for like literally two weeks now, and I just have not <laughs> had the time. And then today I'm like, oh, I'm just going to get it out there. And I got it out there, and it didn't even occur to me how kind of poetic that was with us going to see the movie today. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, he's, it's, uh, we need to do, we need to do off world number four has to be Spider Man No Way Home. Let's just put it. That I way. agree. We, I completely and we need agree. To go spoiler free. Uh, I mean, we, spoiler filled. So. We we, we need to go <laughs> full on. Just, full on. It, the minute you walk in, you know spoilers are going to hit because yes. I, I have need, only been I able to, to talk. See, to... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to say <laughs> I, need, I need to see it a second time before that. I I absolutely need to. So don't worry, guys. That is coming. But 
Moving on before we say something that <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna be pumped to do that one yeah. for the simple fact that I haven't talked to anybody in depth about it yet. And that no, because that I, even because I just between saw it. you and me and then and then uh, Jesse saw it like Thursday night and I haven't even really had a time to sit down and talk to him about it. So if we do that, I'm gonna be like, Oh, this is we're on. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. So we got up here. uh, The next thing, finally got the PowerCon exclusive Mysteries of Grayskull box set. Maybe. Tape it. Upside down. Artwork. Uh, it's, nice. oh, what, what do you call that? Where it's raised, it's bumpy. Uh, I know there's a term for it. I can't think oh, of it. Geez. Yeah. Right. I can't think of it either. Yeah. So yeah. All the creatures are that raised textured. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got all the, the vintage monsters on there. Very Embossed. Nice Embossed. Thank you. What's yeah. this? I got to assume it's Axel. But I'm not 100% on that. And then on the inside, we've got... we got the underside of the dungeon grate, you know? So you got, like, the mm. back of the wolf, whereas here it's the front of the wolf. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice. And then, of course, you've got your packouts in there. Yeah. you got on the back, it's got the vintage-style... Uh, All the scroll and everything. Scroll, huh? yeah, with the three pieces. So let's see if we can't bust some of this open here. Uh. And of course, it is the PowerCon version, so it comes with the PowerCon exclusive uh, trading cards. I believe there's three in each. Uh, each set and unfortunately mm-hmm. I will not have the complete set because I only bought the Mysteries of Grayskull pack for myself. Which honestly if I'd known there were trading cards I'd probably have bought them for myself. <laughs> Just to get the cards. Because while the front is that this is the wonderful Axel artwork. Uh, this one comes with Man at Arms, Beast Man and Merman. But mm-hmm. then the back... You can fit them together to uh, make, make the a Castle Grayskull box art. I don't think these pieces actually. Yeah, those two go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it connects to form the Castle Grayskull box art, of which I will have a third of. <laughs> <laughs> and not even the most interesting third. I got, I got, I guess I got Manny Faces and the cats and that, but. Alright, let's see here. So we've got the Dungeon Grate, which clips into the Origins uh, Castle Grayskull playset, um, featuring the grate up top that does swing up, and then you can take the Orlax, or the part thereof that comes with this, fits into a little slot there, like it's attacking out uh, is a little bit of bendy. I don't like how that fits in either. 
That probably snaps in better, but I'm not missing it right now. Uh, it's a little bit of a bendy tentacle, not super bendy, but there is some give there. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, the eye. Uh, that's that. The Orlaxa Primaria. Oh, I hate twist ties. Yeah, you think a, a good podcast host would have done all this beforehand. But that's not how we are here at Legends of Grayskull. <laughs> we're, we're fly by the seat of the pants. Absolutely. That's how it works. I believe in you. There we go. Then we've got the uh, space suit. What they call it? What they call it? Yeah, explorer spacesuit, ancient cosmic armor in origin style. And he is actually pretty well done. He's the fully articulated mm -hmm. figure this time. Lots of detail. Seems like new parts, really. The armor and everything. Uh, his mm -hmm. wrist rocket does move. Oh, and it comes off, actually. So he can hold it as a gun as well. Hmm. That'd be a little missile. Nice. Tanks. Yeah, lots. actually lots of newly sculpted pieces. The uh, boots are obviously trapped on that, but yeah, all the armor and everything looks to be, uh, you know, brand new. You know, the hell, the head does come off, so you could put you could put anybody in the armor that you wanted mm -hmm. to. So that's a lot of fun there. Uh, and yeah, that's definitely that's that's one place where Origins did trump classics for me is at least it's a fully articulated figure compared to it just being a hollowed out shell you're yeah. just going to put in the corner or whatever but or a piece yeah. of card cardboard like the vintage exactly but I mean can't lie that like I mean we're coming like you said we're coming up on Christmas in literally days here. And uh, in a, one of my, I guess it was my fourth Christmas was when I got Grayskull. So yeah. there is that feeling of right now of like, yeah, but I still liked that when I was a kid. It didn't bother me that much. But back in the 80s, you gave a kid a piece of cardboard and we usually could have some creativity behind it anyway compared to nowadays. <laughs> and then, of course, the piece de resistance. What uh -huh. makes the whole set for me is the spirit of Grayskull. Uh, now you have two options on that because you got and, the test shot and you got this one. Dun, dun, dun. That See, that's that's the cool part. Both of those work in one way or another. They do. <laughs> um, I actually kind of prefer the all clear plastic on the test shot. Um, if only he didn't have the gaudy pink uh, arms, wisps. Um, but yeah, he's really cool. Um, I just, I kind of wish the dark green wasn't as prevalent. That's probably what mm -hmm. kind of detracts it. But that turned out very nice. Um, the, the tentacles, the smoke strands seem, are actually a much, uh, more flexible on here. 
than they are on here. This this guy's a little more rigid on the plastic they use. It's it's kind of like the Orlax. It's got some give, but not as much. Whereas this one is, I mean, it's free uh, mm-hmm. jiggling here for those of you who are just listening to us. But other than that, like I said, all that all that scoped really comes through. I will say, this guy does not photograph well. Um, and I've seen the complaints online about how, you know, and even right here, looking at it on camera right now, as, as we're recording it, it, a lot of the details do feel like they're lost. But mm. looking at it in person, it all shines through. So he he does not photograph well at all. Okay, it, throwing that out. It would depend. Guys. Yeah, like I, looking at that, I almost feel like it would depend if you have a lighting source maybe behind it. Yeah, and then that might help emphasize it a little bit more because it would pick up. Like you're, it, yeah, you're showing it can work, and if there yeah. was like a, a bright enough light source behind it to make it feel like it's glowing, it would probably help with that, but. Honestly, yeah, but, like I'm with you where the clear from from me seeing it on video, the clear definitely pops better right. than that one. But well, it's still cool. It's got that like it's got that like uh almost like a smoky kind of a feel to it, like Yeah, and um, especially when I'm looking at it right here, I'm just looking at yeah. it. Because I don't that dark green that I'm pointing out here, which I know you see yep. too, like right that line right in there. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I don't very even dark. I don't even notice that here mm-hmm. looking at it. Like that's the craziness about this figure. So I can't even fully mm-hmm. explain it to Sean because he can't see it in hand here. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that dark green blends in a lot better and it may, it actually makes the eye socket pop in person. Whereas when it's being photographed or in video, it makes it, 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 it kills it. It's really yeah. weird. So but yeah, guys, it, it looks fabulous. Um, I have not seen if he glows yet. I don't think he does. But that would have been cool. I know my test shot does not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll be the next thing to test out. But yeah, he def- they definitely knocked it out of the park. Um, looks fabulous. And now I, I have two spirits to There you go. With. <laughs> ah, good times tis the season I'll give them props I mean like I said uh, like uh, classics did do good stuff with what they did but then when I see stuff like that I'm like man if they could have just waited a little longer to get that in the classics that would have been like the you know crown jewel on everything that I feel that line had done and it's still cool they did it and it would work with classics to be honest so, yeah um, I really feel like I feel like Origins is kind of finding its place, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still not collecting. Definitely not collecting all of it. I have been finding myself picking up a little bit more here and there, but regardless, it just it feels like they're finding what they want to be and who they want to target and all that. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah, early in yeah. the line, it was basically just like. Vintage, add eight points of articulation. Vintage, add eight points of articulation. And now, mm-hmm. they're really kind of, uh, 
they're they're doing their own things, you know, they're getting into some deep cuts, they're listening to the fans, they're, you know, I just, yeah. I, I can't really explain it, it just kind of like, it just kind of feels like the, the, well, we said it on the show, like at first it, it seemed very unsure where they wanted to go with this line, and it just seems like they figured it out now, and they're going for it. So, mm-hmm. and that, and that's refreshing, you know, I give them, I give them mad props. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, why don't we go to listener feedback? Uh-huh. Mix it up a little bit here. Uh-huh. We're doing that because I didn't have printer paper. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't realize until right before we recorded, like an hour before. I'm like, oh, shit, that's a, we we ran out of it like a couple weeks ago, and we haven't done listener questions and feedback for the last couple episodes. Yeah, so now it's like, okay, <laughs> hopefully uh-huh. Santa gets me some printer paper come Saturday. We'll see what happens. And we we do have. Uh, ten comments here. So that's, that's pretty good. So let's let's get mm-hmm. to them. So we got Manny Gonzalez. Welcome back, Manny. It's been a while since you dropped something here. Yeah. Um, no question, but wanted to thank you guys for a fun year. Merry Christmas. Look forward to the next year's fun. So thank you, Manny. We do. We are looking forward to the next year as well, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, Scott Baker. Merry Christmas, guys. Wishing you and yours the best. Right back at you, Scotty. Uh, JP Casto. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, guys. Look for, Looking forward to the new episode. <clears throat> uh, thank you, JP, for all the support. And uh, we hope this next episode does not disappoint you. Uh, Jacob Hicks. Did you get anything with all the Christmas sales on Origins and Masterverse? Also, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to both of you from the great state of Kentucky. Thank you, Jacob, our neighbor to the south. Mm-hmm. So did you get I'm anything? i Pennsylvania, but uh, I did not. Um, but that, that, again, is the collecting in me. But what was really cool the other day was I had the kids with me and we went Christmas shopping and or actually no it was just me and my son it wasn't my daughter my daughter was with my wife doing their Christmas shopping I was doing that with him and uh, we were in Walmart toy aisle he didn't have much interest in many things until we got to the he-man section and then he sat down on the floor and started looking at everything and pointing out everything he wants let me guess that was the, C- the CGI figures right Yes, those CGI things are, was. Those things are amazing. Actually, I love those. And guys. I, like, I haven't been, I haven't set foot in a Target or a Walmart probably in going on close to six months right now. Wow. Um, I don't get out much. Number one, <laughs> two, with everything that I I am collecting, there's no reason to go to those stores because yeah. of my pre-orders and all that stuff. And um, that was the first I got to even see them. Other than you know videos and photos, and I, and the minute I saw him, and I go, look, it's him. I was I was doing like that, and then he's like, cool, and then he sees him on the Road Ripper, and that was the one that he wanted, and then he wanted the Snake Mountain playset, and I'm like, this is cool. 
it, you know, it's it, here I am geeking out with my kid, and my kid's right there with me getting into oh, yeah. it. And I'm like, this is this is the good stuff. Yeah, I love I love those CGI mm. figures. They are just so so great. Well well sculpted, lots of character, um, and and they're moving. I mm-hmm. with my new job, I'm I'm in <laughs> at least one Walmart every day, and uh, and they are turning through some product. They are restocking. It is selling. It is it's moving. It's it's amazing, mm-hmm. and it's good to see. Um, and with. Uh, and I know some people are going to say, well, yeah, it's moving. Masters fans buy anything. And, yeah, I'll agree with that. But at the rate it's moving, I can't believe it's just adult collectors. Because I've only seen Wave 1. You know, I've never even seen the new waves. It's He-Man, Skeletor, and Trapjaw that are constantly moving. Like, I doubt any of us collectors are, yeah, we bought our He-Man and our Skeletor. But I doubt we bought three of them, four of them five of them Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. uh and actually he man seems to be the peg warmer uh trap jaw goes real quick man at arms is so short packed when he shows up i've never seen him um and then skeletor is usually sold out within a day or two Uh, Mm -hmm. that's that's still a great design of skeletor i love that design Agree. I, I was actually re-listening to our CGI review episode, and I remember I had to pick him as my least favorite redesign. And I'm, I'm listening to it going, I know why I said that, but I don't agree with you anymore, Sean. Why are you talking this crazy? But yeah, no, I, um, I'm i right there with you. Like Just seeing those actually got me excited, and yeah. that shocked me. Because I like I've seen them, videos, photos, and you know, it's like, oh, those are cool. You know, but the minute I saw it in the, in the store, I'm grabbing it, and I'm like, I, I kind of looked at Hayden, and I'm like, you want to buy it? Like, come on, <laughs> like, we get this email. Yeah. And, and then he didn't have an interest in that. But when he saw the Road Ripper and the fact that he could get a motorcycle with him, man, and then I'm just yep. like, I get it. And then I, I, I was doing the whole. But did you notice his coloring's not the same as it is on the show? So no. get the solo <laughs> yeah, one, and I, I started pulling that whole thing. And because, like, when I was a kid, I was that kid where I'd look at it and go, "But that's not what he looks like on the show." They, they yeah. messed up the coloring and all that stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. I, over at uh, Target the other day, though, I was there and I was shocked how much masters they had. Yeah, so it's like. It's it's feast or famine because over at Walmart, at least the local one for me, it's like He Man's not the right. Master stuff is going, but then when you go to Target, they had like ten fakers for Masterverse, and that yeah. shocked the heck out of me. Again, haven't been in the stores, haven't seen it, and there he is. And I even pointed him out to Hayden, and Hayden's like, "Cool, you know, he got to see Faker and all that," but. I mean, yeah, it's, um, I've seen there are deals out there right now. And I mean, there's some people that are worried, oh God, they're already on clearance and this and that. But I mean, it's just sales people. It's it's always that. And there's always the, oh dear God, everything's going to, you know, it's the chicken little, uh, syndrome basically. Yeah. They've had, they, all the stores in my area have actually been really well stocked for the holidays there. And they're usually not, but this, the Mm -hmm. past month or so, they've really stocked. The whole aisle up, like it actually looks like a toy aisle again. There's not a lot of holes mm-hmm. and dead space, so that's been refreshing to see. I also have not gotten anything because I'm a fool and I don't wait, hoping they'll go on sale, and I just get everything <laughs> I want as it comes out because 
like John said, we're used to feast or famine. Mm-hmm. We're used to it. You know, they release it. It's there. It's gone. They move on to the next wave. You know. Yeah. I'm sure I'm still looking for a Jake the Snake from the Masters of the WWE because that wave never showed up in my area, and they never re-release any of it. You know. So yeah. So yeah. So I've just been trained to like, if I see it, I want it. I get it. You know. Yeah. It would exactly. be nice. To, be able to feel like I could wait around for the sales, but I don't feel comfortable taking that chance. Yeah, and uh, again, you know, like, uh, sure, Target had the stuff, but yep. I'm also there on a day when I'm with my son and I'm having to buy stuff for the family for Christmas right. and not sit there and buy it for me. And then if I get something for me, then he gets the idea, then I can get these things too and leads into a whole cluster. Yeah. So we didn't go there, thankfully. But uh, Absolutely. Uh, it is out there, so that's cool. All right, next we got Jeremy DeWitt, group expert. Jeremy DeWitt. Group expert. <laughs> he says, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours as well, Jeremy, as long as well yes. as your life partner, Stephen Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Clint oh. Fogey wishes us a Merry Christmas and a Happy Yule season. Merry Christmas, Clint. We hope you get everything you wanted this year. Sorry, I got a ta- cat attacking my mug on the other side ah. of the camera. So to you guys, it just looks like I'm a fool. <laughs> this is part of the fun of recording with you. Uh, sometimes your cat will make a, a, a little she... cameo in the background, or sometimes, sometimes it's like this where I'm like, "Why are you adjusting your webcam?" I'm yeah. just <laughs> telling my wife about that. That she'll just like hop in the background or right over the keyboard. Yep. Or... yep. Oh, she's yep. in heat right now too. So that. Oh dear lord. That's you're in that phase. Lots of yeah. meowing. Yes. Ugh. That could we could get an appointment to get fixed until next month. So yeah, I don't miss that time. <laughs> uh, uh, mine, mine ruins so many things because they like to mark their territory. I'm like, oh, you guys. Are she hasn't done that yet. We're knocking on wood, but she's just uh, been very pestery in that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, love it. Love it. Uh, Jason Torrance. Welcome yeah. back, Jason. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to both of you and your families. I do have a question for the pod. If, fingers crossed, they do decide to do a second season of Revelation, what would you like to see in it? I would like to see where they go with the Prince Adam-Tila relationship. Keep up the great work on the podcast. I am always either listening while I am walking my dog or watching it on YouTube. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well, Jason. Uh, thank you for always commenting in with a question and everything. Uh, we do appreciate yes, it. Definitely. Um, so second season of Revelation. Uh, and I'm going to say, what? where do you want? Because I know we kind of did this, like, what would we like? And, you know, I was like, oh, well, let's do some side stories and stuff. But his sounds mm-hmm. more like, what? where's this storyline going? You know, what do mm-hmm. you want to see? out of this take it away Sean Uh, I mean honestly when when you end it the way that they ended it with the horde implication I do want to see the horde 
because right. once you drop that in the bucket, it's like, okay, now you're talking about, you know, with, with the action on this show and also the more adult nature of this show, you can do some darker stuff with the horde than you've yes. ever been able to do. You could turn them into a threat where it, it could make it quite interesting. Um, and, and a little more the way I viewed the horde as a kid versus how filmation and the Netflix Shira show even did it. So if they go there and they, and they did spooky enough stuff just in that scene yeah. to let you know, this is their little, you know, like their, their calling card for next season. I'm, yeah. I'm way more interested in seeing that take shape and how that's going to be presented, especially with it being, I, I, I'm 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 actually done calling it a spiritual uh, sequel. Yeah. Even I'm I'm just going to call Revelation. This is the toy line animated because that's what they keep coming back to. Is this is yeah. what Mattel yeah. can do legally, and it's based more around the toys than it's based on anything else. And it's like okay, well, well the toys could do some pretty interesting stuff and do some dark stuff. Um, with certain characters, so uh, let's see what happens. I agree, and I really hope that they they play up the the horde, you know, go deep into the kind of cult aspect, the mind control, the, you know, I mean, that's what the horde was all about, right? It's like enslaving these races, taking them in, you know, that whole initial, the original pitch was that that bat creature worked as mind control and everybody was enslaved in the horde. And they kind of went mm-hmm. away from that. But still, I really like those kind of themes. You know, you got the magna beam that's powered by sapping the will of people that they have mm-hmm. subjugated. You know, like that, like play into that. The draining mm-hmm. energy, the, you know, the, the. The, the, like it, it's it's like a cult. It's like you, when you are in the horde, you are all in the horde. You know, mm-hmm. all of Trapjaw and Triclops is like you know, all hail motherboard, and like that's all hail the horde. Really, yep. you know, they got yep. this whole thing around it. Um, and again, I just want to reiterate: just don't make it the horde is trying to end the universe. I am so sick of. In the universe, in the universe, and and now that's not Revelation did a very good job of it. But again, they've done it. Eternity War did it. Netflix Shira did it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we get it. In the universe, got it. I really would much rather see them do the Horde and do it. The Horde is enslaving Eternity. They don't want to end the universe. They want the Horde is numbers. It's all a mm-hmm. number game. That's what. To me, that's always what separated the Horde from Skeletor. It's like, no, we may not even... We got some great warriors. But if nothing else, I am just going to send wave after wave after wave of flunkies at you. Because I have the numbers. I don't care how many you chop down, because there's always another wave coming. And we are just Mm going to overwhelm you. You Mm -hmm. know, that's that's what I want to see. I, I'm hoping uh, even that they can do that. They can go to Despera, uh, um, just because that is a toy. That's a, that was a DC deal with the Eternity Ward um, storyline. Yeah, but then it's also you know, so it's like they have that in, at their fingertips. We can actually have a very darker version of Adora's fate 
Yes. And that is something that I'll eat up like crazy because I've been waiting for that ever since they said she's been a horde, you know, force captain Adora and all that stuff. It's like, I never liked the filmation version because I always thought it should be darker. It's, this is your chance. And they already did it in the comics. So this yeah. is your chance to do an animated and really have it have some weight and have it really be some grittiness and some darkness to that. Because you can't tell me that somebody who has been basically mind yep. screwed, not not going to that way, but you know, screwed over in your head that long isn't going to have some dirt under their fingernails at the very least. Oh, absolutely. So, um, so I'm hoping for something along those lines as well. And uh, I mean, yeah. And it, it, the, the funny thing is, and, and this is how my mind always works is the more that we talk about the future of this, the more I feel like it makes me go, what they could have talked more about that in the first season for some reason, because yeah. we only had that quick cameo of Horde Skeletor, which that's, that's still blowing up on some of the fan groups going, I like that design. What's this version? Who is it? It's like, it's in the prequel book, but if right. you didn't read that, you don't know that's him when he's in the Horde and the yeah. idea of all the implication of that with Skeletor and his history with that. And it's like, there are some things that it would be nice if they would have delved into them a little bit more or stay away from them so they could be brought across in the new season maybe and have yeah, it clear you know I will, but, say, I will say that right quick too before we move on is um yeah i want to see i want to see obviously i think it's very intentional that they left shira out of this first part even to say you know you know there was no reference to even she might be out there somewhere and then with the horde like, I feel the same way. They're setting up the spar and all that, which is great. I, I really want to see that. Um, it'll It's the She-Ra that I've always had in my mind. You know, I've always kind of felt that that was a little bit more how it would have gone, you know, mm. if the show wasn't made in the 80s with all yeah. the censorship yeah. and everything else. But for season two, I'd like to see some more Back to Basics. Let's get some more of the, the the core team together. You know what I mean? Let's let's really get some Ram Man, some Stratos, some Buzz Off. You know, like you know, the cameos were great, but that is one thing I will say. Season one really felt like I mean, it felt like it felt like filmation that way because it was like it was He Man, Tila, and Man at Arms. Like mm-hmm. I really like them. I'd like to get a little bit more 2000X in there, Mike Young Productions. Like, let's get, especially if it's the Horde, like, we're going to need some numbers. So let's have Mechanic with us. Let's have Fisto, or, well, not Fisto anymore, sorry. But, Manny faces. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean. Like, let's actually yeah. get some warriors and you know instead just like, uh, oh, there he is during this battle. Like, no, let we need our team. Let's go, mm-hmm. Masters of the Universe. So no, I, I, I agree I'd completely. Really like to see that. Um, and last up, we have Mr. Skelly Vader. Thank you, Skelly Vader, on your one-year anniversary of comment. Yeah, with us. Uh, he says, "I hope I'm not too late to ask a question." No, we record very late. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, here goes. If Netflix decided to produce three spinoff shows based on characters we saw in Revelation, 
Which three character-focused shows would you each want to see? Also, what would you want to see as the primary plot for each one? Also, Merry Christmas. You guys are awesome. (laughs) No, Skelly, you're awesome. And thank you for tuning in. All right, so three spinoff shows based on characters we saw in Revelation. And the primary plot for each one. Man, he, he really, uh, man, not even just one. He wants three. This thing is going big. Yeah, um, that's, that's what, that's what, like, staggered me when I read that one. I'm like, okay, one, maybe two, huh, three. Oh, God. Nope, we got three. Here we go. <laughs> First off, um, well, okay, and actually, maybe not. Well, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to take place afterwards, but it's a spinoff could be a prequel as well. Because mm-hmm. I, yeah. I really want to see, I want to see one on Triclops and how he, after Skeletor's death, how he formed the cult. You know, the met the motherboard and you know got the people, took over Snake Mountain. Like right mm-hmm. there, like that—that's a freaking season right there. Just Triclops and his journey from, you know, evil warrior to cult leader. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, I've said this many times, and I'll say it again. I I would love for there to be a spinoff where it is the Champions of Eternia, and you have. Uh, you know, like a, you could that one. You could yeah. actually do multiple seasons. One season be King Grayskull. Next season be Vigor. Next sure. season be Wondar, and and even uh, um, Kodak Ungol or whoever that was with them in yep. Returnia. Was that real? Yeah, that was. Yeah, really, you got it. And I I like I like that idea that that could be like an anthology that you could have spinning out of this because Lord knows I, again you know Fisto Clamp Champ and them were all done dirty for me in the second part. Yes. and I loved them enough in the one episode we got that I could really enjoy. And and they even had other characters that we don't even know the names of them. And they just posted a powerhouse, uh, yeah, posted some of guys. them, and the, the yep. heroes of Eternia when they're at the campfire. Yep. It's like right there, you have plenty for multiple seasons and each season could focus on a different character if you wanted to go there. Sure. So that would definitely be one of my absolute yes, pleases on my list. <laughs> um, I don't want to set everything. <laughs> See, for me, a lot of it comes from like I could do a bunch of characters and just seeing like what they did between the death of He Man and when we pick back up with them, like between episodes one and two, because like we had that whole time jump. So, like, that's where my mind's going instinctively. Mm-hmm. Um,. I'll, I'll throw an honorary mention out there uh, just for our group expert, Jeremy DeWitt. I want to see a spinoff series with uh, Beastman and Man-at-Arms living in the <laughs> forest together after after he's kicked out of the Royal Palace. So, um, yeah, see what the, them as roommates, the odd couple, what kind of antics mm-hmm. they got into. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see that. 
Uh, let's see. Is that your second one? You're giving. Yeah, I'm gonna make that my second one. All right, Go ahead. All right, all right. Just make it a fair. Just make it sure. Yeah, no, no. Um, I'm serious, Jeremy. I really do want to see that. I never thought I did, but after <laughs> listening to you guys over on uh, Podcast of the Universe, I'm like, you know what? Yep. I need that in my life. <laughs> um, let me think here. I, I'm trying to think of characters that they made interesting on the show. That I, I, I mean, I, I, I loved how they did Orko. And I've said it yep. many times in our reviews, but he's a character that I don't need to see what he did between the death of He-Man and where we picked up. I actually want to see what it's like now that he's back because yeah. obviously originally he's always the screw up. And in yep. this version that came back from the dead, which that that's still mind blowing to me that we, we missed that call. I still like that we missed that call because i still feel that that wasn't exactly how it worked out but long story short i i would love to see him now and see that progression because he is a character that they let progress to become something greater and especially when he was needed and and Mm -hmm. i like that and just seeing him gaining confidence again seeing him getting back and, and appreciating what he has and all that kind of stuff and and you, he's he's a great like point person because he interacts with a yep. lot of characters. So you'd have you know like you probably have him going and and like working with Tila as she's becoming the new sorceress and figuring out her duties and all this stuff. You have him with him man at arms again for a comedic episode. Him with Adam doing an adventure. So that that one would definitely. I mean, as long as Griffin Newman is voicing him, you got my oh, attention because right. Griffin Newman gave so much soul to that character that. I was. I'm still in awe of that performance. Hundred percent. Oh, God. I'm trying to think of somebody that I want to see. You know, kind of after, and that that's the hardest part because I just I feel like everyone who's left, like we're gonna see their stories. Um, Yeah, I get. I well, I guess. I guess I'd have to go. I'd have to go with Evil Lynn. Like where you know we saw her depart for Trala. You know what? What does that mean? Even and this could tie in a bit to what you were saying with Orko too. But you know, uh, Trala is a big question mark to me. I mean, there was there was the the doubts as to whether any of them could survive without the magic in the universe. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, probably following Evelyn and, and discovering what is going on in Trala. I'm sure that would bring Orko into the mix as well, which was a really nice pairing in you know in the first parts of uh, season one. So yeah, I, th- I think following her journey could definitely lead to some answers for us about mm-hmm. the series and see some great Orko moments as well. So I'll go with Evelyn on that one. All right, now I got for my last one. I have a weird one, and okay. I'm glad I came up with a weird one because it it really is something that I didn't expect to want. I want to see whatever the story is that is that fable that they showed in part two of the falcon getting bitten by the snake and the ram and yeah. everything. Which I want to see. We what will be getting act- more more into that in episode 81 folks that's well that's that's on. fine 
but I I really want to see what that story is yeah. because I honestly have this this like there's a reason that's told and there's a reason right. that that is is what it is in the show and I'd I'd like to see the f- actual characters play it out instead of the, the symbols that they used in it because yep. I have questions of obviously I think King yep. Hiss would be one of them but then beyond that who's playing the other roles in that and show me what that means within the attorney and lore because yep. you went there you might as well you know clarify it and expand upon that and that would be an interesting like I don't need it to be a 10 episode arc they could do maybe 6 and have yeah. that told well but it would done. be a cool spin off idea yeah. and give us some answers that's all we need yep yep completely agree all right thanks everybody for writing in uh, we really appreciate it and happy holidays and Merry Christmas to everybody who wished us that as well. So Absolutely. So now a question from me to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you could sit on Santa's lap right now and ask for one item from Masters of the Universe, past, present, future, whatever, I'm, th- I'm thinking more like toy collectible, yeah. like you know. Mm-hmm. Just saying, I don't want to be like. Well, I'd ask him for the power sword, like no, no. no. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Damn like it. one one thing from Master Universe to add to your collection. What would it be? Um, that's the thing. I'm at the point with a lot of this where I want something that you just couldn't find on the shelves anymore because it would mean more, I think. And I'd have to say, I would love to get some of those big, um, almost like the statues that, uh, the four horsemen have in their studio that I've seen people uh, like, uh, yeah. And, and uh, like, if I got trap jaw or if I got Skeletor or, um, I'd say those two would be the absolute. If if I had to choose any of them, if they laid all the initial characters out from the 2000 X mm-hmm. line, I would probably go to either of them first, and then probably He Man would be fourth or fifth down the line because Man at Arms would also be pretty high yeah. up on that list. But having something like that where it's one of a kind, or there's very few of them at least, mm-hmm. um, that would definitely be high on my list of. If it was possible, that would yeah. be amazing. No, so. I actually do think those are one of a kind. I think those are the only the only ones is the ones that they have. So, mm-hmm. yeah, those would be awesome. I also went for something incredibly unique and that I have no room for. And uh, cool. I want I want that giant He-Man statue that they used at San Diego Comic-Con for uh, many, many years. I want to put that out <laughs> in my yard and just have it. <laughs> I, I actually, for some reason, when you said that, I'm like, I bet you're going to say that because that is, that, like you said, it's it's extremely it's awesome. unique. I mean, and that was something that, uh, you know, with me wishing I could have gone to PowerCon this year, I was like, if they have that there, I'm taking my picture next to it every freaking day. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have it. They've had it in years past. It sat outside the Mattel store for a while. Um and even at the Comic Cons, it went through a life cycle. It was it was King Grayskull, it was Hero, I think it was Prince Adam, and it was He Man. Like they they mm-hmm. like changed and repainted it and added stuff. 
over the years to you know cycle through it. But yeah, that that would be awesome. That, I mean, that thing's got at least what t- 10, 12 foot tall, like probably twelve foot with the sword. <laughs> That's I I think it might even be a little taller than that. For it. I'm I'm yeah. thinking of the photos I've seen of it, and usually. I'd say, you know, somebody probably my height or taller than me, I'm five, nine. So it's like somebody probably maybe going into the six foot range. They look like they usually get up to about the stomach on He-Man. So you got to figure, like you said, it probably 12 to 14 foot tall, I guess. (laughs) That's pretty crazy. That's awesome. And hey, speaking. Yeah. Oh, go go ahead. ahead. No, go, go. What? Well, I was going to say, speaking of which, actually, we, I don't think, did we talk about this on any episodes lately? We, we have now a new location of PowerCon of all things. And that's pretty crazy to think now it's not all the way across America. I thought we did. I thought we talked about an off world, but I could be wrong. But, uh, but yeah, it's going to be in Ohio, uh, Columbus, Ohio, Mm -hmm. which is, Oddly, it seems to be about the halfway point between us, which I mm-hmm. I have to believe that's not a coincidence. I mean, I think Val <laughs> sat down and yeah. he's like, you know, I really want Legends of Grayskull to be there. Um, <laughs> they got to be in the same room one of these days. And he's like, he's like, well, I can't. He's like, I if I take it to Matt, that's far for Sean. If I take it to Sean, that's far for Matt. So he probably <laughs> sat down. He's like, okay, Columbus, because that's. That's uh, that's pretty much right that. down on the map. Right, right there. he had he had his protractor and his compass, yep. and he was you yep. know, yeah, um, yeah, because it's <laughs> I, I think it's about five and a half hour drive for either of us. Um, maybe uh, yeah, it was on your end. Uh, I no, it actually I think it it might be five hours forty five minutes or something from yeah. my house. Yeah, I mean it's. it's so. Probably about the most, oddly the most, like, equidistant for both yeah. of us. But, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a very manageable drive. I mean, five hours, so. It's kind of, it. it's nice because for me and where I'm at with all the changes this year, like, PowerCon in California was going to be a no-go. There was no mm-hmm. way I could get out there. And now it's like, all right, maybe I can't go for all three days, but I could probably at least get down there. I mean, that's even five hours to spend the day there isn't the worst drive I've ever mm-hmm. done, you know. But I could probably mm-hmm. squeeze two days easily. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a lot of fun. It is a little unclear how much of a power con it's gonna be at this point though and that's about the only mm-hmm. thing that worries me you know they're calling it the you know america's largest toy show and yeah you know they've taken the he-man she-ra out of it like they're they're they i mean they're there but it's you know they've got brats and they've got turtles and they got Barbie and all this and that like they're really billing it as a toy show so far, which is kind of because to me PowerCon's always been so much more. Yeah, they got the vendor side, which is phenomenal. Yeah. But to me, it's so much more than just that. Um, it does seem like they're going to do some panels and stuff though, so I'm waiting for those to be announced before I really pass judgment. But I. You know, but that's why I went. I went to meet fellow fans, and I mm-hmm. went for the panels and you know 
the the info. So I'm really hoping that's still a part of it. Yeah, for uh, like obviously I won't get that experience uh, this year like you had, but for me it's the same as Legion's Con where you know like. I know Jesse was, he was having his hemming and hawing about it. And I just was like, I'm going to see people that I want to meet. I'm not worrying about all the other things you're worrying about. And that's the thing that got him to go with me to, to Legion's Con. Right. And it's the same thing for me in this case. It's like, it doesn't have to be completely He-Man and She-Ra. It matters who's showing up at the event. And right. already between you and me, Jesse, I know podcasters are, are seriously yep. considering it. Nate Barch the other day was like, I'll see you in Ohio. Oh, and, yeah, he'll be there. You know, Rob Bates the and, and will be some there, other I'm people. Sure. And, and I'm like, I'm like, right off the bat, you got my money because if I get to shake hands again with Nate Barch, if I get to shake hands with Rob Bates, happiness ensues. You know, as simple as that. So, How can you look into Nate's eyes without getting lost in them? <laughs> 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 I honestly, just saying that didn't it didn't happen to me it was more i i just no? felt manly or shaking his hand and feeling like when, when you're a little kid and you shake a guy's hand and you're feeling like hey i'm a yeah. big guy today that's how i felt doing that with him because he's number one he's really tall and number two he's just got that nateness about him that's you know I mean, it's he, very the swagger of the the man from out west he, you he know wrestles, he wrestles <laughs> cattle i mean he's got to i, I mean he's no <laughs> Cowboy boots. He's got that, and he's just exactly, and he's got the assured smile. You know, it's that. It's that. That's what I'm saying. That's you see that those eyes, that smile. He just, yeah, yep. yep. That's what I'm saying. Gives you the little. You see what I see? Don't try and act like I. I saw it, but I just felt like I grew up a little that day. Like I'm not five nine today. I just made five ten. Nah, they're good people. Rob's hilarious. Everybody, it's it should be yeah. it should it should be a good time regardless. It just, I guess the biggest thing is, is right now it's it's. I mean, Masters is at the height of its popularity. I dare say since the eighties. I mean, mm-hmm. when everything is kind of going for it right now, multiple successful toy lines, two successful shows, you know, comics. Um, it just, it really feels like this is kind of the second coming of He-Man and this is the point where PowerCon goes, yeah, we're going to try and get more into an all brand type of thing. It just, it's, it's, it's really odd timing in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, this is something I would have expected back when nothing was happening for the property. Yeah. So I, I can understand that. And I, I mean, we're not we're not privy to any behind the scenes information, so it's not like we know what what the deal is. And I, I definitely could see why you're saying that. But I think the other thing about that to me is, hey, it gives it gives it even more visibility at least then by having it be about more than just that. Even sure. though the brands are pretty popular and uh, topical, especially with clickbait stuff. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like you know that that is definitely something where my kids are tuned into it now more than they were even before you know when dad was just collecting his classics and going crazy and all that so i agree i just i guess my thing is i wonder i wonder if this was val's decision or if mattel was trying to to place some restrictions on you know 
since they are doing so much now, mm-hmm. I wonder if Mattel was kind of like, hey, look, either you need to do this, this, and this, or you need to just, you know, stop making a He-Man She-Ra convention. You know what I mean? It, it, it wouldn't surprise me if that is part of the problem. And, I mean, it's, it's a better, like, for, for us that's actually a good problem to have because now it it turned into the result being something where we can manageably do this without having to spend, you know, like $3,000 to make it work this year, which is really cool. Um, But I've said it how many times and I agree. I still agree with that thinking is, you know, it's like, it's a brand to Mattel and Mattel is always going to be a corporation. They're not going to be, you know, like the fandom keeping this alive all that time. And now that it has the exposure it has, it doesn't surprise me if that would have been a call they made. And right. and that's why they made the call that they made to make this into a more inclusive deal. But we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm, I'm planning on going and mm-hmm. I don't think anything's going to stop me unlike this year. And, <laughs> um, and then, and then on top of that, we'll be able to see how it does work out. We'll definitely have a post, uh, power con right. chat, or maybe even have something while we're out there. Who knows? It, who knows? Yeah. We'll be, we'll be prepared. And I'm sure there'll be, I mean, we've got until August. Yeah. Uh, fourth and fifth. I think it's towards the beginning of August. So, I mean, we've got time. Sure, there's yeah. going to yeah. be lots of announcements. There'll be lots of talk here on Legends of Grayskull. We'll, we'll be covering it. <laughs> yep. Don't you worry, yep. guys. We will. All right. Um, I guess the, the last thing I got is I got a letter in the mail. A letter. Um, a letter. Hmm. So... This is an interesting one. It's I haven't seen a lot of these lately, but I, I they were a lot more prevalent when I was growing up. And this is kind of the the Christmas newsletter. You know, you send out, oh, mom geez. or dad writes it. You send it out. <laughs> little, um, little Jimmy played baseball this year. Right, blah, blah, right, right. Yeah, all that uh, stuff. Yep, Sally yep. went to that special school. Uh, I'm going to pretend that it's for gifted students, but really she got pregnant <laughs> and we hit her over there for a while. Yeah, that's those letters, you know? Yes, um, yes. Those. But this one is this one is interesting because it, it, it arrived, uh, it was dropped off by a guy uh, riding a robotic armored horse. Um, and it was simply no. addressed hmm. to uh, the Legends of Grayskull uh, via Royal Eternian airmail. So, yeah, it was there weird. we go. Um, so yeah, so let's read this. through it and let's see let's see what's up with uh, one of our favorite families on Eternia. This I got here. <clears throat> to my dearest friends, family, and constituents. As we are now close to the holiday my wife refers to as Christmas, I felt like it was my royal duty to fill everyone in on what's been happening with the royal family. It has been a busy and exciting year, even without counting the numerous plots by that overlord of evil, Skeletor. Twice Mm. this year, he actually made it onto my throne! (laughs) Luckily, we had our great champion He-Man to save us. Our mightiest hero was quick to throw that demon right back to Snake Mountain. 
while we don't know where this mysterious hero came from, we are all, all fortunate he is around when evil threatens. Unlike some members of my family. Oh, he's still on that, huh? <laughs> this guy. This, this guy. guy. <laughs> I could go on and on about He-Man's great accomplishments. But I will leave that to his father's letter. On to my <laughs> own family. Marlena has had a wonderful year. She has been exceptional in her duties as queen, while making sure to take time for her own hobbies. <clears throat> she has now become certified in every vehicle in our fleet, including, most recently, the Talon Fighter. She is an amazing pilot, wife, and mother, and exceeds at everything that she does. <clears throat> Adora is still off-world, fighting for the freedom of her people. Chip off the old block, that one. Makes me so proud seeing her lead the Great Rebellion and living up to her family name. Although she doesn't get home as much as we would like, we think of her often. <clears throat> she has said next time she comes, she would like to bring her friend Seahawk. We wonder oh. what that's all about. Could there be a proposal <laughs> in her future? I know Marlena would love some grandbabies running around the palace. Goddess uh -huh. knows waiting on Adam to settle down is a futile endeavor. <laughs> Speaking of Adam. Uh-huh, here he goes. He is fine. <laughs> his lack of studies is only matched by his propensity for fishing. Someday he may step up to be the leader we need, but I can't help but feel like it's far away. That brings us to myself. It's been an interesting year. My closest friend Duncan recently announced his intention to retire as my man-at-arms. While I wish him the best, now I must start interviewing for his replacement. Not an easy task. Uh, as most of you know, I also had a recent health scare after a run-in with the Orlaxa Primaria. With my family's love and support, I pulled through it and I'm now feeling better than ever. <clears throat> Here's hoping that is the closest we'll come to tragedy for a while. All in all, it has been a great year, and we look forward to the next. Merry Christmas to you and yours, from your king and friend, Randor. Oh, isn't that nice? I'm, I, was, I was waiting to see if you signed it, Randy. <laughs> We're not that good close. old Randy. No, that no that's true. That's true. That's true. That I'm sorry, the, Your Highness. <laughs> that was back in the academy. So yeah, he he he'll throw me in the Eternian dungeon if I say that in front of his face. I'm sure. So. <laughs> no good. No good. I don't want to be there. Uh, <laughs> that's good to hear that all is well. That Orlac sounds scary. Uh, hopefully that that nothing too bad will happen after that. Yeah. Hopefully. We'll have to see. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll know something next episode. But I'm, maybe next not, episode. I'm, I won't venture a guess at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, I think that's about all we got. Uh, did, any anything before we sign off here, Sean? Uh, I mean, obviously. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate, happy that at this point. And uh, 
Uh, you want to? We we talked New Year's resolutions last year. You want to go there because we're not going to air another episode until after the New Year. I think any any that are popping up for you that you're like, hey, I want to do this this year the, or or in 2022. For me personally, um, I say I don't really feel like I accomplished this year's resolution. So I mine mine was bit bit the dust pretty quickly too. So I, I get you. <laughs> yeah, it's per- honestly for me, it's just kind of on that the the same thread that I have been kind of since the beginning of 2020, really, and that's you know trying to better myself, trying to make healthier decisions, and um, and trying to make time for the things I enjoy, whether that be you know spending time with my family or doing this show with you, like you know just mm-hmm. trying trying to get some of me time as well. Um, and, but to, to me, that it's kind of a never-ending thing at this point. And I've got I've got good months. I've got bad months. You know, uh, the holidays, of course, are terrible for any sort yep. of those resolutions, as you just got plates of cookies everywhere. You know, and treats and everything else. So, but yeah, for me, it just uh, I just resolved to stay the course. Uh, you know, try and find the joy, make time for friends and family, and uh, and make better decisions for myself. There you go. Okay. And for you? Um, for me, uh, I actually made one in the last week that if I don't stick to it, the wife is going to probably put a gun to my head. Um, and that one is not to take on any more freelance work for the, for like the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, in the last couple months, I've had people reach out to me and they wanted me to do like logo designs mm-hmm. or illustrations. And, I love saying yes because it's the whole wow. It's nice to feel wanted. It's nice to it's nice to know that my abilities can help somebody. But then with my work schedule, with the the family schedule the way it is, and then it just I shut down. <laughs> it's it's like it's too much, and I don't have any time for anything else. Uh, and I I've I've just come to that conclusion. I have to make time yep. for me. I can't just always be on call to other people and uh, 2022 will be the year where I'm not going to try to do a commission. I'm going to do what's fun for me and any time I have that isn't work related or family related. Like you said, it's like trying to do something that just makes me happy, enriches myself. And that I think is going to be easier to keep than Oh, I'm going to try to drink more water. I'm going to try to cut soda. It's like all of that stuff is because I'm not letting myself do the fun things for myself. So if I can do something enriching, I probably won't be needing that stuff to keep myself awake long hours or because I'm stress eating. So we'll see what happens there. Um, But that's pretty much it. Just, you know, trying to find that happiness uh, with talent. Instead of sitting here constantly like, man, I, I wish I could draw something today, but I have like five deadlines I got to right. hit or else I feel like a jerk if I don't meet them or whatever. So, yeah, that's it, it's 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 weird to say it. But, yeah, I'm just going to pull back on working and try to actually do something fun. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like Sean said, guys, this is going to be it. It'll be, you know, this will be our last episode before the New Year's. Um and then basically after New Year's is uh, our anniversary, and it'll be uh, we'll be 
starting our third year. <laughs> it's uh, that's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, no, man. no matter how we slice it, Sean, we'll be getting. I think. Well, I mean, not anyway, but there's a very low chance that we don't hit episode 100 in this coming year. So. Mm-hmm. No matter how we how much we change up our frequency, uh, I'm sure we'll get at least 20 episodes out in this coming year. Well, so that's cool. We got I, we I got did... big stuff planned for that. We're approaching a thousand subscribers. I mean, it just yeah, it's a great time. Uh, I did find it funny recently. Just to, we're talking about episode numbers. Uh, Masters cast the the first He Man. Yes. And she podcast as they they like to claim the fame to be. They're only on the seventies right now, and they've been going at it for fifteen years. When wow. I saw that at it, made me giggle. <laughs> the last episode that they did, I was like, "We just kind of beat them." And, and I'm not saying I'm not I, I'm not trying to be that guy, but it, it's like, yeah, we're we're trying to keep consistent. We're trying to in three right. years. We, well, we, we yeah, are already here. Three years. That's awesome. At at our least frequent we're going at least twice a month you know yes so yeah um and for a while there we were really jamming it through so mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's basically we want to be consistent um you know and we're just quantity over quality so take mm-hmm. that no i'm not i'm not trying to 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 rile anybody up but it, it was interesting to go like you guys have been doing this 15 years and yeah. wow and it's like i it, when you think of the frequency between us and podcasters it's like yeah you know we we definitely are enjoying the fact that you know we can do this and we have people that it, want to hear it and we have a good little community out there so Right. Thank you well, to our listeners and fans uh, for going on three years now for support and uh, for and your contributions and everything. That's great, too. It's, there's so much to draw from, and I like that we're yeah. not always like, hey, what's coming out this month? Because there are some months. Mm-hmm. Month. I mean, this year has been... Honestly, if anything, lately I'm getting a little... Not really burnt out, but burnt burn out of like... Oh, here's a new release we have to talk about. Here's a new release we have to talk about. Like, you know, I kind of liked our early episodes where it's like, oh, like, let's just jump back to 85. Well, let's do 83. Exactly. Let's do 91. You know, like, uh, and we I, really haven't gotten to do a lot of that lately because you kind of feel like you have to discuss. And you can, our comments show it. Like, everyone wants us to talk about because that's what's on everybody's mind, you know, mm-hmm. but... Definitely for the show, that's a resolution, is I want to make sure that we're still sprinkling in the, you know, let's talk about a golden book. Let's talk about a Filmation sure. episode, you know. Because, um, yeah, lately it has just been like, you know, especially trying to keep up with it all is mm-hmm. is tough, you know. So I think, that's a, yeah, next year we'll... Yeah, no, exactly. Next year, the the most we'll have to worry about is season two for the CGI show. Yeah, and other than that, we can start doing some more deep dives and remasterings again because I miss them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that simple, and and that's our claim to fame uh, for what we want to do on the show. And it, yeah, I mean, it's like darn you, Mattel and Netflix for nope. putting so much stuff out there that we get to talk about. But yeah, it would be nice to go back and go to the to the source again and to the 
to the roots of it too. So don't be surprised though if there's not more next year. I think I think next year is going to be the year of that new Eternia concept. I think that's going to be. Uh, I mean, we know the Masterverse figures are coming. But I'm expecting at least a Netflix animated special or a comic mini series. <clears throat> There's going to be something tying into that media related. I just yeah. I know there is. Um, I I wouldn't put it past them, but this year this year was yeah. like like you and I starting this show. We would not have expected this year to be the year it was. No, and here we are. <laughs> so, like uh, CGI He Man, I'm I'm completely on board. I'm excited for those, mm-hmm. and I still find it funny that the fans are like, "We didn't think you'd like it as much as you did." It's like, "Oh, bring it!" Like, I can't, I can't get I, enough of that series. I can't either. It's so, so good. It's so well done. Oh, well, I, I can't I wait. Be... Actually, my daughter was just asking me tonight. She's like, "Do we know when the next episodes are coming out?" I'm like, I, "No." But with that, mm-hmm. with that series, they don't give us a lot beforehand. That's the one that just kind of like, oh, yeah, by the way, next week we're dropping some episodes. Like, what? <laughs> so I expect <laughs> it to be that way again. They'll just be like, hey, yeah, we dropped it like two days ago. Didn't you guys notice? And I'll mm-hmm. go, this time I will binge them all. I know I will because, you know, at first I was just like, eh, whatever, I'll watch it when I watch it. But after getting through that first season, I'm like, all right, this is too good. I got to I got to bump through this as soon as it's released now <laughs> exactly yeah my son will be more than happy because he is he's chomping at the bit for that just as much as i am right now Absolutely. So, it's a good time good time to be a yeah. masters fan <laughs> all right sean why don't you go ahead and take us into the new year all right well uh don't forget to subscribe to the channel like hit that bell uh, get the uh, notifications every time we post a new video. I'm rusty at this. We haven't done this in a couple <laughs> episodes. Join our Facebook group, Legends of uh, Grayskull Podcast. Uh, we got a nice little community on there, and we always love to talk shop with you. Logpod85 at gmail.com if you want to send in any email questions, comments, uh, like uh, Simba's Guard does. He's the only one, so if you want to be in an exclusive club, do that. Um, we are also on Twitter, and I haven't posted a little while. So Twitter, LogPod85, Legends of Graceful Podcast on there. And until next time. Until next time, guys. Watch out for the Krampus. Nice. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. Happy holidays. <laughs>